Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl Rachel Real coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where I give support to individuals who have found themselves in a narcissistic relationship or think they're in one or you don't know what the crap is going on. You've been in one. Sorry about that. Some motorcycle or something is just drove by. I'm out, as I said, walking and talking. If I didn't say it, I don't know. But anyway, out here on a Sunday morning, getting my steps in before it gets too hot. I really encourage you guys to do the same. Like I said, this is a podcast where I give support to individuals who think that they're, they might be in a relationship with a narcissist or just trying to get more information to confirm that you ain't crazy. And that's what this podcast is about. If I sound a little out of breath, it is because I'm walking pretty fast or if I even sound like I'm talking fast, probably because my talking is in alignment with how fast I'm walking. Um, yeah, you might hear birds chirping, cars riding by, motorcycles, whatever the case may be, anything that can possibly take place outside, wind blowing and all that kind of stuff in the background. But what's most important is that you get support know that you ain't tripping. What you feel is real. What you're probably seeing is very real. And call a thing a thing. I am Rachel Real, a life coach who helps individuals to reach their relationship goals. That's my focus. I'm not a therapist, counselor, psychiatrist, psychologist, anything on the way. I am a thriver for being a five-year narcissistic relationship. I did my work and I am here to help you do the same. I hope everybody's having or had a great weekend up till now and continue to have one. I know tomorrow is Monday, back to work. Some people work never ended because you work seven days a week. Like myself, when you work for yourself as well as having an employer, you kind of either or just get it in, you know? But just always remember to have a balance Take those breaks for yourself daily, you know, giving yourself time to unwind, digress, and reset. Just start it all over again, you know. If God allows you to live to see another day, and you have breath in your body, the activity of your limbs, your vision, your hearing, your mind. Don't take life for granted. Do something with it. Don't allow somebody to tell you differently. You know, if you are with a narcissist or you're healing from narcissistic abuse, I pray that you will not allow that to just overpower you and take, take, just take control of your life. Don't give that power away like that, you know, and that's why I do what I do. I joined the community of, with individuals who are raising awareness, we're raising awareness about narcissistic personality disorder and what it looks like so that you can be armed and aware of what it is and you want to allow yourself to stay in toxic relationships or constantly giving passes to people who don't deserve them and not to mention the longer you stay in it the worse you will become uh mentally you know the worse it will affect you the more it will affect you the longer term if i mean just the long the more length of time it will have over your life should you 
you know, the more you stay there, the longer you stay there. The words are all jumbled this morning, but... Y'all get what I'm saying. Anyway, um... So now... That's out there. Now introduction is there. Out there. Let's talk about something today. I was reading, um... Again, like I said, sometimes email... I'll get emails from that application at Apple Q-U-O-R-A which is a platform where people ask questions. It can be any kind of questions, but I, when I was going through um, my situation, dealing with the narcissist, I didn't know what was going on. So anything that came across that I thought could help me out with, give me, um, with giving me support, I would just uh, subscribe or just to get information. That's how I heal. You know, guys, I tell you, when you are at a point where you no longer want to be in denial, you've become self-aware of who you are, you know, and understanding that you ain't crazy and really start uh, connecting the dots, you'll be surprised. This thing will be much easier to get through than you can ever imagine. But it starts with you. It starts with your willingness to be able to put the work in despite how hard it might be despite how uh the the pain might feel please understand it will subside it will go away pain will go away i've been there done that you know it's much less pain i will tell you for sure it's much less pain than what it is staying there much less pain because staying in a narcissistic narcissistic relationship toxic relationship Dealing with someone, it just breaks you down. It chips away at your self-esteem, your well-being, just your overall health. And eventually, you ain't gonna be nothing anyway. So why not give it a shot to take your power back and do what you need to do? And I can't stress it enough. If you have children, please don't make it a choice. Don't make it a choice to say, do I stay in a toxic relationship or do I be there for my children? That answer is simple. You should be there for your children. And when it comes to, okay, how am I going to provide for them? Hopefully you know how to provide for yourself, you know? Hopefully you get the fact that, you know, if you don't do, why would you expect somebody else to do something you're not willing to do for yourself? And if you're in a relationship with a narcissist and you're like, oh, he or she is the breadwinner, whatever the case may be, why aren't you winning the bread for yourself at the end of the day, you know? You gotta look at it like that. You really gotta take control. And no, I understand that it's not something that's going to happen overnight. However, it can happen. Start somewhere. Good morning. I'm well, thank you. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, you have to start somewhere. Because if you don't start, it'll never happen. You'll just keep making excuses. And, you know, a lot of the times when you're experiencing like God's way of showing you or telling you in your body's natural defense to understand something's not right. When something hurts like that, it's not right. When you are experiencing what you think might be pain when you split, that's the healing pain. It's just like, you know, getting cut or falling or injured hurts, but it gets better as time goes along. And that's the difference. When you leave and you take your power back and control over your life, that pain that you're feeling, I understand it because it's been there, but it goes away. And I'm here to tell you, just as you see other drivers here to tell you, 
you're going to feel so empowered and so relieved and so proud of yourself that you did it that you won't even look back and the part is you'll now know about boundaries you know and how to set them and what it looks like when somebody's taking advantage of you that you won't even allow them to it'll be that easy much more than what it was before the narcissist got in you know those blinders will come come from over your eyes like in no time that they won't have time to get in there just by their weak tactics of mirroring you you know trying to do everything they think you want them to do and they're just mirroring you you're falling in love with yourself you'll understand better the next time so there you have it guys um back to this lady question at hand she wanted to know and again this could be this is not gender specific it could be either or but this was another female because it's more i guess prominent with female i guess but it's more prominent with females than um and uh, females can be narcissistic too so um yeah so she was talking about or she her question was how um how can she get over the pain from being with um a narcissist when when will she get over the yeah when will she get over the pain how long does it take you know with what she's dealing with because she gave so much of her life to the narcissist and she's having a difficult time from not feeling angry and she feels played she feels used and abused she wants to know how long will that take how long will it take to get past that and that is it's no one it's not one way you know it's not a one cookie cook cookie cut thing. It's one of those things where that depends on you. You know, how long will it take for you to get past uh getting over the fact that someone played you, got over on you, despite all the things they did to you, you still believe them, you still gave them passes, now you're angry, kind of mad with yourself. You're really angry with yourself, and then you're angry with them, probably more angry with yourself. Everybody's different. At the end of the day, I would say to that or how I would respond to it is like I said depends on you and I can speak from um from my personal experience <clears throat> excuse me from my personal experience I was determined to get back to who I once was you know and even learn me better because I wanted to find out um why or how could a person like myself you know an intelligent woman um very confident um very understanding and empath as well that's part of how he got in there but just believing in myself and things like that and i found that with uh i wanted to get back to that place you know and once i saw that this person who i was with once the mask slipped i had no problem uh starting my work because I'm like uh 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 sure the the hurt was there the pain was there the tears was there the anger frustration all of that all of that was there and I had to learn how to process that that's why once again you get educated so you can really understand what it is you went through or going through you know good morning you'll understand it so 
<clears throat> yeah, I didn't, I, I knew something wasn't right. So it was a lot of work, you know, but the focus was on me. It was not on the narcissist. You know, I'm not going to give attention to someone who was dismissive of my feelings, who pretty much betrayed me, would talk about me. I didn't have a situation where I caught him with a woman or, you know, I feel that because I had the situation where he abused alcohol. So to me, that was his woman, the alcohol. And I was just over the excuses as to why he would drink the way that he did because he was a high functioning alcohol, worked every day. But at the same time, when work was over, it was that bottle. But in the beginning, it was me, you know, everything was about me. And I realized that once he got comfortable, because he felt like he already had me, and I began to really call him out on a lot of things I was seeing. In the beginning, I started really calling him out about it, like two years later. You know, like really sitting down to have this conversation after multiple breakups. They were short breakups, we would get right back together again. But it was like, I'm like, you know, with marrying, divorcing, and marrying again, talk about confused. I was confused as hell because I just felt like, am I like giving up on this person? You know, he's such a, he has good qualities. But then after a while, those bad quality qualities drowned out the good ones. So that, helped me as well to get myself together to know that this relationship or this marriage was no longer worth fighting for because it was like beating a dead horse. I felt like I was in it alone. You know, if you ask what's going on, what's wrong, what is it that you want in this marriage and a person can't say anything, they tell you, you tell them first. And then all they do is kind of repeat that they want the same thing. No. You can't want, you have to want other things because when I think things are going okay, you blindside me with some stuff that has nothing to do with the current situation at hand at all. And it was just the up and down for me. It was like, I can't do this. You know, I can't be in something where we're talking about the same stuff over and over again. We have the same issues that I thought we addressed and we're still talking about them again and last I checked neither one of us had any kind of you know mental issues or anything that was set back to me at the time I didn't know the man was a narcissist but you know other than that that's what made me look a little deeper because I'm like okay you must have a problem because what I'm not going to do is keep having the same conversation with you over and over again don't you want to fix it and if you say you're going to and you say it's done and we've addressed it and we're on the same page, why the hell are we going backwards and talking about the same thing or talking about something that happened years ago? So I say to you, when you really say enough is enough and you're done, be serious about it because you're going to have to put in work and let that work be on you, not on the narcissist. You know, let it be, well, what am I going to do in my life? What can I do differently than I did before? You know, putting the attention on you for your healing. Sure, you're going to miss a person because your brain is like, look, you were once involved with this person. So naturally, you know, if you don't have a narcissistic, narcissistic personality, you're going to feel the real feelings that you were feeling, that you thought they felt too, you know? 
being loveness and remembering all the kind things they did to you, did for you, or the way that you felt that they were there, but they were just doing what you were doing or what you were doing. It wasn't for you, like you were doing it for y'all. The narcissist is doing it for them. That's the confusing part. So the way that you heal is you just gotta understand it never existed. They don't care. They'll just move on from you to somebody else. So allow yourself to feel, feel the pain. But when your brain is going there, say to yourself, it was never real. This thing was never real. And when you can understand that and start processing the fact that everything they did for how long they did it was never real. So when the narcissist is acting like they're so disconnected from you and then they can turn around and try to hoover you back in and do it all over again, and that's the cycle that it will be, you want to keep dealing with that. When you say no more and you understand that this person really has a personality disorder, you'll, you'll stop expecting that stuff and move on with your life. You know, get the help that you need to get, get the coaching, the guidance, what this is therapy, whatever. Just make sure it's done with someone who's very familiar with narcissistic, with a narcissistic personality. Don't get stuff caught up with talking to a therapist or counselor or anybody like that who doesn't know narcissism or understand the personality disorder because they'll, speaking from experience, they will steer you behind in a wrong way and you'll find your empathetic behind right back with the narcissist right after you started all over and where you were before and it's just going to be 10 times worse and lord knows you have children do not do that that's the problem now with our teens too many of their parents were in situations where they compromised with people who have who has personality disorders and they were more concerned about the relationship than your relationship with your child who cares you can find love, romance, whatever you deem that to be, eventually. Love yourself. Love yourself. And as a single woman who's in love with herself, I'm so protective of it that no one can come in my space and disrupt it. You got to go with the flow. You come with some toxic, uh, discombobulated, and I'm making up words. You come in here with that, trying to turn my stuff upside down, Oh, no, 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 we're not doing that. It's going to be peaceful, and there will be reciprocity. What I give to you, you give back to me, period. Period dot com. You know, and my kids are grown, thank God. But even when I started that relationship with a narcissist, my youngest was 19, going on 20. Because I wanted to make sure that I gave them the time because their dad and I had split. So it was very important to me that they understood that they were my priority my first priority, and that no one will come in and change that. And to be honest, part of which, which really led me to get out of that toxic situation that I was in with the second marriage was the fact that, um, good morning, I have grandkids now. My granddaughter at the time was starting to kind of walk and get around and all that kind of stuff and kind of saying a little words. I'm like, oh no, we won't have this because what I can't, I got to be the role model. I can't have her thinking that this is okay, that 
It's okay to be around someone drunk. It's okay for someone to start yelling at their grandmother and we ain't doing that. That was an easy, whatever got to deal with once I leave this relationship, it's easy now. And that's, again, that's what did it for me. So those of you who have children and y'all still find it hard to get out of a, a situation that's not good for you or your child, because if it's not good for you, you know full well it ain't good for your kids who are still trying to process their own lives. They ain't got time to be dealing with you and theirs and they love you to pieces, love you to life. You got yourself caught up in some crazy person who don't give a damn about you and you're showing your child that that's cool? No. Even if you have adult children who comes around, they don't want to see their loved ones hurt or being used and taken for granted by someone else who doesn't care about them. You know, and unfortunately it happens far too often where people stay in these toxic relationships instead of being respectful to one another so that you can display positive positivity in your marriage or in your relationship and if you can't what good is it just to say you're with someone really that's worse i'd rather be alone and happy than in a toxic situation confused broke down sad bad glad all kinds of stuff health bothering you health issues you know weight loss weight gain whatever the case may be you'd rather go through all of that just relationship instead of being by yourself knowing that you are you have the potential for a great relationship and to do it the right way you rather keep dealing with the wrong ones really so if that is the case I guess there's no need for you to listen to content to try to help yourself do better or complain or cry or any of that if you're not trying to put the work in be honest with yourself what is it that you really want And let me help you out. If you have kids, it shouldn't even be an option. Shouldn't be an option. It's not fair to them. And I am an advocate for children. They don't ask to come here. And when they do, you need to figure it out. They are your first main priority. You need to figure it out. And when do you have the time to worry about somebody else? When you have children. When? When you got to deal with all of their emotions and growing pains growing pains that you need to be there for and stop relying on the schools and all these other places to do it for you. Those places are just add-ons. It's your responsibility. And if you can't handle it, then you ask for help and you go to these, you know, tap into the resources that you can to get the help that you need, you know, with raising your child because it does take a village. But that village should be, you should be the first person, the administrator for the village or the director or the CEO of the village, your own village, knowing how to ask for whatever help you feel you need and not be sitting worried about somebody who's treating you, who's gotten into your life and devaluing you and then discard you and then want to bring you back in. Really? Trust me, when you get rid of that loser, you open the space up for a winner. And a lot of the times people prematurely get into other relationships not full well, not ready yet. You know? So yeah, you gotta take matters into your own hands. And again, your healing depends on you. Depends on you. When you say, oh, it's taking too long, the pain hurts so bad, look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. Because as long as you're doing things that's going to affect you and set you back, you know, that's gonna be your holdup, your, your delay and healing. 
It can be, for instance, if you know that uh, looking at a certain picture or wearing a certain item that they bought or something they gave you, if you drive a certain way that triggers you, makes you think about them, whatever it is that you feel sets you back, don't do it. Don't subject yourself to it. Even if your brain is saying, hey, see who he's with now and check it out. Why do it if it's going to set you back? And please understand, it's all fake. Just like it was with you and the person before you. It's no different. They didn't, they're not going to just be like, okay, now that I have a new supply, I'm going to treat them differently than the old supply. They're going to lump on them with whatever they need to. They're going to do things that you may have asked them to do with you. And if they didn't, they're going to do it with them. But trust and believe, they're going to get all of the baggage unloaded on them from the previous relationship. You want to be in that situation? Because you, just like myself, got all of the baggage unloaded on us that happened in their previous relationship. And if that relationship that relationship may have not been a romantic one, it could have been that mama, daddy, it can be in any kind of baggage, baby mama, baby daddy, whatever. It can be any kind of baggage. But a narcissist just sweep things under the rug. They don't know how to process their emotions, you know? So because they don't know how to process their emotions, you, you see this uh, this wolf in sheep's clothing and really believe that, you know, they're sheep. No. That's, that's just their wolf. They just got on sheep's clothing. Look in a certain way that apparently got your attention and they started doing everything that they felt you wanted them to do. Understand it's all fake. Don't try to, your mind might tell you to say, hey, Look at what the other person doing, spiritual warfare. Cause that spirit again in there and be like, check them out, check, check their page out, see what they're doing with them. Oh, they're giving all the love that they gave to you to them. No, they're not. They're gonna get the same thing. It's called love bombing. That's why I say in these episodes, you gotta educate yourself. Education is your power. Education is your defense. Get it. Because you'll understand it's not real. It wasn't real with you. No, no normal person can do all of, a bunch of kind things for someone and treat them so nicely, listening to them, talking to them before they get to that dismissive devaluing stage, all of the things that kept you in and locked you in, and then be like, bam, turn it off. And you sitting up there wondering, why won't you work hard for this? Why won't you keep it? They don't have the capability to do so. They don't have the wherewithal to understand exactly what it is they need to do and nor do they care that's too hard for them so why waste your time trying to you can't change anybody why waste your time trying for what none of that makes sense unless you are crazy it doesn't make sense you know to sit there and fight for someone to dismiss you to devalue you to twist your narrative change your narrative all the time twist it around play mind games you in the back this constant constant betrayal continuous betrayal over and over and over again whenever they see you up they want to tear you down your your lover or your mate or your parent whatever boss whomever being jealous of you most of what you're talking about romantic relationships 
you know, you can have a narcissistic boss. It can be anything. Co-worker, whomever. Anybody who wants to sit there and try to make your life miserable. But again, be, be in competition with you for what? You know, you're sitting there trying to have even, even playing ground. And meanwhile, they're malicious because they feel like, oh, we're competing. We're competitive when you're on the same team. How crazy is that? You're on the same team. Why are we competing? But they will. They will. Their whole mission is to tear you down, to chip away at your self-esteem, to tear you down literally to nothing. That's why they went for someone who was a, who already had it going on and bear in mind. You know, they want to drain your bank account. They want to just suck the life out of you. They want to make your credit bad. They want to uh, stop you from getting a job or a role or anything that can uplift you. They don't want you to have it and they will do anything that they have to to make sure you don't get it. So they can just leave you on to the next person and you're going to feel like shit. And then come back begging and pleading to them if you haven't gotten yourself together to please take you back and you apologizing for the things that they did to you. It's all planned. That's what they do in their sick minds. And they know what they're doing mind is nothing wrong with it they really get off of torturing you basically it's just like people who are addicted to bad relationships and toxic relationships and choose not to get any mental health so they keep getting into to toxic relationships that's another conversation so here you have this situation with the narcissist their whole mission is, is to torture you and they need help not to do it not to want to do it to you and if they're not getting the help to not want to do that and everything is shifted, all of the blame is shifted on you, what does that look like for your future? What does it look like now for your kids? If you have, still have minor children, or what does that look like for your parents who are looking at you and their hearts go out to you and, you know, they feel bad for you that you're allowing yourself to go through such a uh, bad experience, you know, being tortured. So that's it, guys. Your girl, <laughs> been talking a lot with just trying to get the message out there, you know. Good morning. Get the message out there to help you with your healing. Should you choose to go that route, I pray that you do. And definitely, if you have children, I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm just pretty much giving you my opinion and my advice in the situation and what worked for me you know, as I will continue to do so and bring others on my platform and help you to do the same and also open up a safe space where you can ask questions and, and uh, just engage in conversation, different conversations, you know, and get your answers. So that's coming as I build out my YouTube channel to have a place where we can communicate and hopefully you can grow from there you enjoy the rest of this beautiful Sunday and may God grant you with a very productive week that you will understand that you are special that you will see value in yourself without you there is no you you know without you your kids will struggle be there for them and choose the right people in your space to be there for them as well learn what no contact is just learn more about this personality and peace and blessings to you your girl rachel real is out see you in the next or talk to you in the next episode
Bye.